an incident occurred during one of our live broadcasts uh, and we'd like to thank the fan base for pointing out any offensive and outdated language used in our live show after the FA Cup match yesterday. During live shows, we are often performing a multitude of tasks at the same time while speaking with other fans who wish to come on and appear on the show. And whilst this is no excuse, it's not always possible to fully digest everything that is said by those who come onto the live show in that moment. Talking Town celebrates diversity. And when this was brought to our attention, we immediately took the step of reviewing and editing the video. And of course, we would like to apologize for any offense caused. Uh, now, Matt, you've worked on uh, equality and inclusion projects over the years. Uh, so your expertise here is vital. Yeah, absolutely. I had the great privilege when I worked at, at both Soho Square and Wembley at the FA to work with Brendan Batson and the late, great Cyril Regis, who were, uh, Rich, you'll remember, two of the three degrees that Ron Atkinson called them at West Bromwich Albion, uh, Laurie Cunningham being the, the third. And they were kind of like the first three black players to sort of be regular in the first 11 of any club in, in the Football League at the time. And, you know, it was a real education and privilege to work with Brendan and and you know we we did events with the England under 21s where Harry Kane was in the audience of that and Raheem Sterling was in that and we spoke about the kick it and out kick it out initiative that people would have seen yearly that comes through you know in football and they would always say you know we we can only um make things better if we uh educate people and that's exactly what we've tried to do with Colin you know we know Colin's not racist uh he was describing an incident of a play that he didn't know He's used a clumsy descriptive term, isn't acceptable anymore in 2023. The irony being, though, if you go back on Ipswich Town programmes of previous year, where they're actually supporting the anti-racism agenda in the 70s and the 80s, actually use those terms. That shows you how language has changed over the last 30 to 40 years. So we, we've, we've, we've spoken to Colin, we've educated Colin, which is exactly what Cyril and Brendan would have advocated. Um, and Colin is, 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 is grateful for that information. And as you like to say, Martin, every, every day is sometimes a learning day, isn't it? Let's bring, bring Colin in. Look, we know Colin is well-respected in the Talking Town community and across the Ipswich Town community. And, you know, Colin, we spoke last night and you were grateful for the information that we discussed in our 15, 20-minute call. And I know you've penned something that you would like to, to, to say to the, the Talking Town community and the Ipswich fan base at large, haven't you? Yeah, Matt. Um... Yeah, thank you very much for that. And and you're quite right. You know, um, in the in the in the short while that we've spoken this this, this morning, um, you know, I've I've become more educated in what to or what not to say. And uh, I just got a short message um, just to say <clears throat> this morning, um, or sorry, this afternoon. Hi, hi everyone. It's been brought to my attention that some people may have been upset by my comments on the aftermath show on Taunton 10 podcast yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Obviously, it was never my intention to say anything that may cause harm or effect, or <clears throat> excuse me, that may cause harm or offence to anybody at all. And I would like to apologise to anyone if this was the case. Regards, Colin. Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends, and welcome to your Sunday Talking Town. 
following an FA Cup third round victory, gentlemen. Uh, they are rare, incredibly rare. And uh, not only was it a victory, but it was a demolition. Uh, we've titled, well, I've titled the show Wham Bam Thank You Cam because. Well, he ran the show, let's be honest. But we're here. It's Sunday. It's 13.56. Uh, drop a like, drop a subscribe. Uh, how are we, gentlemen? Are we excited for the fourth round? Yeah, absolutely. Especially after yesterday. <laughs> Who saw that coming, Rich? The 4-1. Well, look, they made one change. I was reading this morning. I listened to um, Matt Taylor, their, their manager. Come from Exeter, yeah. didn't he? And, I don't know um, who the manager was. Is he, yeah. is he a caretaker? No, no, he was Exeter. He was Exeter's manager who got them promoted, Martin, and he's obviously taken over from Paul Warren. And well, yeah. Look, they, they made one he change. He can't be there long, though, surely. Like, it, it, it sort of smelt as a, of a managerial change at one point. Like, they've, got, they've, well. got, look, they've, they've obviously gone from Paul Warren, who, look, we, we chatted about this yesterday, didn't we, Matt, when they came down last season and beat us 2-0. Now, from yeah. yesterday, going back to last season, we've massively improved. And that's not a Rotherham team that I recognise from sort of what they were because they were all hard to beat, weren't they? You know, they were big, they were yeah. strong, they were physical. And yesterday yeah. they weren't. You know, they weren't. So, look, you can only beat what's in front of you. They've got injuries, whatever. And, yeah, but we played really well. And, look, they, I think they got off lightly before. It could have been more. Edwards came on it. The post had another one, didn't he? Just stretching. And we've had numerous chances. We got two penalties in a game. The referee was really good yesterday, I thought, guys. I thought he had a yeah. good game. He was all right, yeah. In his post-match, he was being a little bit sarcastic. When I think like with what happened at Lincoln. Listen, what, what, what did he say? What did he say? What did he say? Uh, just like doing the right thing and sort of obviously holding in the air. Look, I think sometimes, obviously he's been at Man United. He wasn't there when Sir Alex was there, but... Sir Alex was quite cute in that way, I think, when he'd come out and he, he would criticise a referee, but then he'd he'd sort of get in the referee's head when I think, like, the next game's coming up, Matt. I think these referees obviously listen to Fergie whinging and then it's it's that psychological, he's sort of trying to mind games thing a little bit. And maybe Kieran oh, yeah. used a little bit of that. Yeah, great, yeah. Mm-hmm. At what point does he, he's been at Man United turn into he's been at Dortmund? We said like pre-match, do we mind on the show? It would be a good test. We weren't really sure what the Rotherham side was going to be like at one the time. Change really, at the end. Yeah, one change. It'd be a really good test to see how this Ipswich side, not quite our 18, but um would would, would compare against the championship side. And four one shows you pretty good. So yeah, great. I just hope we you know, we get that draw that everyone would hope to see, you know, like a Man City at home or away. Or I see a few people saying they wouldn't want to go to Spurs, but you can take, what, nine or 10,000 fans down now? Pompey took 8,000 yesterday to, yeah. to Tottenham. Um, yeah. Gave themselves a good account by all accounts. Um, but uh, it's got to be a home tie, surely. It's got to be It's got to be a tie at home with a big club. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I'm I'm thinking, Man- I've, already, I've already swapped my shift for Oxford the week before, and it'd be very difficult for me if we get an away tie. away draw. Man United, if you, if you got a big game, it would be. Like Man United, the, the romance of McKenna and Man United playing well and Town yeah. playing well. But no, no, I'll probably get Wednesday, another League One team. Or... Grimsby. I was talking to Ian Davis this morning. I was talking to Ian Davis, guys, obviously from the cricket show. And he's um, yeah, yeah. obviously he's up north. I said, you're hoping for Fleetwood. He said, or Blackpool, away. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, Callie was at, Callie's in the chat. Callie was at Fleetwood yesterday. He uh, was. Toto on the score sheet. He's good. 
We could head up. Yeah. We've got Kelly on Instagram. Some great pictures and great Instagram story. That's absolutely yeah, love yeah, seeing. I'm like, invite me next time, Kelly. Third round day, guys, isn't what it used to be, and I think it's a little bit sad. But I was watching nah, match day last night. Some great games on there. We look. We touched on it yesterday when we were chatting, Matt, about the use of VAR. Now you referenced Chris was at the Chesterfield game. He was, yeah. Did you see the Did you see the highlights? I've not seen them yet. No. So they're three two down in injury time, and Brandon yeah. is it Asante, the one they signed from Salford. Yeah, yeah, Asante. He's yeah. absolutely smashed someone in the face with his elbow about thirty seconds prior to him scoring the equaliser. Now. This is when you've got competition. You worked at the FA, Matt. You know, you know a lot about the FA Cup. I don't think you should be having VAR at some grounds, mm, mm. not being used at other grounds. Because I think it was Sheffield Wednesday. They obviously got a great win against Newcastle. I think it was their first goal was offside. Windass, he's just offside. Now, if you got VAR, that's disallowed. So I don't see how yeah, you can yeah, have yeah. a competition right. using rules at one ground, rules at another ground. Because look, we could play. Man United, we might draw Man U away. We might score a goal. We won nil up. We're all going mad. We've got 9,000. Oh, look, his toenail was offside Ladapo. It's not given. <laughs> at Portman yeah. Road, at Portman Road, it'd be a goal. So I yeah. don't think that you should be having no, one no. rule for one and one yeah. rule for the other. I think that's... Yeah. It's yeah. not Cali's level. Cali's open for walls yeah. away. Anyway, understandable. So, yeah, yeah, not level, level playing field, mind you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Party round Cali's if it's walls away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. TT house party. Around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, TT house party. But um, yeah, it's not. You can't be a level. It's not not a level fair competition. You know, if you've got one able to benefit and one, it just doesn't. It doesn't doesn't sit right, sort of right with me. Mm-hmm. That I guess mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know, if you go somewhere next time and haven't got it, and you could have won the game, but somebody went somewhere and they did have it, and they did it. Yeah, yeah. One team's in the in the draw, and one team shouldn't be. Mm. Um, Cali says, "Let's do it." Absolutely, love it. Uh, Leanderson, Rotherham offside was a close call. Was a close call. I thought on first view, and it was onside. We had a great view. Just, just offside. Was that linesman? Though? I don't think he had a clue. I think, I think he, it was a pure. He's, he's a good guess if he's guessing. Hey, if he's guessing, come do my lottery numbers, pal, because uh, it was a great, great <laughs> guess. But good finish <laughs> from him, to be fair. I thought, yeah. you know, swept at home quite well. Yeah. That Washington was the one today. time they really broke on us, wasn't it? They obviously we had a corner yeah. and actually counter attacked, yeah. and it, it would have been a good goal. He's, he's obviously down that right hand side for them, our left. But look, it wasn't yeah. a goal. Let's talk what about the goals we scored. Well, actually, but what, what was, was, was fifteen, fifteen thousand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what you would call a traditional Marcus Evans championship yeah, crowd? And you got two, you got two tears unopened yeah. either end. Yeah, yeah, but that's what we were getting under Mick, even less sometimes, um, you know, in, in the championship, wasn't it? Yeah. So it was, it was a good yeah. turnout for an FA Cup game, and yeah, kind of re- rewarded the fans with a, a fairly strong team. A couple of players I, would, I wouldn't I would be playing, and a couple of players, I'll be honest to you, lads, I know I keep hearing from the chat and from the Discord and all that sort of jazz, players can get injured in training. Connor Chaplin, for me, would be red-bibbed. You can't touch him. You go within five yards of Connor Chaplin, yeah. you're doing 20 Wait. press-ups. Like, you're this guy... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's January. We just keep fit. You do not even breathe near the boy. You just say, well, they're clear. You know, he gets the ball. He does what he wants with it. Because he's, he's, he's pivotable, Matt. And I'm like, pivotal mm. at the moment, Matt, for what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Even when he was under the weather against Lincoln and come off from the bench, he still put the ball in for Humphrey's yeah. door. And it shows what he's like when he's not feeling 100%. Yeah, it was a bit of a risk 
wasn't it? Because there's nothing worse than, you know, a cup competition get and one of your pivotal players getting injured. We've been bitten there already, haven't we, in Harness? Marcus Harness, yeah. Harness managed to come back. And Luco. And Luco. And Luco, yeah. We'll also the same competition, yeah, 100%. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit of a risk yesterday, but he's come through it and, you know, it's full sell against it's, Plymouth next week. It's momentum, it? though, Matt. And I spoke to you yesterday yeah. and it's them vibes of 92 when we played... Um, yeah. Played Liverpool, didn't we? And we were yeah. playing well. Yeah. We got a big crowd. Obviously, that was on the telly, both games. And it's the momentum that a cup Crazy. run can give you. Look, today, I think, look, we're all talking about a big six team probably away on the road. Mm. Give us a home tie that we can win, you know? I think I'd be more than happy if we got Boreham Wood or Akron and Stanley at Portman Road. I know it wouldn't mm. excite everybody, but it's another game that you can win. You yeah. Can get into the fifth round. I think we made was it over a hundred grand yesterday. I think is that for getting through the third round. Yeah. So, look, it all adds up. And yesterday, obviously, up. it was nice Time to play well. You've got two players. We all see George Hurst sitting there, and someone's on Twitter's telling me, "Yeah, but his girlfriend supports Town." Well, hang on. He's not <laughs> going to be sitting in the director's box in four years. <laughs> yeah. And he's, this supports Darren. He still didn't come in the summer. Apparently. <laughs> apparently, Broadhead was there as well. We didn't see him. But look, yeah. it's good that we played really well. And they've seen Town play a team from a higher division and pretty much take them to the cleaners. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're a poor side, rather. I mean, but, but if that's the, the bottom half of the championship's quality. Yeah. Three. Yeah. You're not a million. So I think from you know when, when the draw was made, fans said this would be a good test to see where we are. And I think actually, yeah. you know, they they've they've pre improved they've improved right because we weren't even good. full strength, really, because you didn't have you didn't have no. Morsey in there, did you? You didn't have Walton in goal. Well, um, it, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it was one of the best right. games of Pool Road this season in terms of like, you know, even though we've only got half the stadium full, in terms of atmosphere and no you know, pressure. It. Yeah, you said that beforehand, didn't you, Martin? It was almost like a no pressure Just game. Just touching on atmosphere, I said to you, didn't I, the drum yesterday was in yeah. the middle in of the, the middle North Stand. Now, yeah. this is where it should be. All I know Nathan, he's a great guy. This is where it should be all of the time. In the middle of the stand, and you get both sides going. When it's over in Section 6, Martin, I think that they do some great stuff, great displays and blue action and all that, but it needs to be in the centre of the stand. And I thought for 15,000 yesterday, I thought it was, it was quite a decent atmosphere. You, Yeah, build, 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 build them a little platform. You know, it's like, it's like some of the American stadiums. Like Norwich, behind that, behind the... Um, oh, no, 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 he wants, no, we want Nathan to see the game, obviously. I mean, <laughs> if you're a Norwich fan, you want to see it at this point anyway. So he's probably done that. There's probably a million of volunteers to do the Norwich drum at this I point. He makes a really good point there. We, we touched on this yesterday. Less tippy tappy it was yeah i can't great find, diagonals i can't find the passing stats for yesterday but it seemed to me it was much it was i would say it was much less than the 600 passes i've been lamenting i think been, it helped i think direct. it helped that rotherham rotherham come to play they didn't really come to spoil yeah true. they probably thought right win or lose whatever what will be will be which is sort of my sort of take you know didn't want to draw yesterday yeah. either win the game or lose the game we will touch on Plymouth. I think that'll probably be a similar game. They'll come and play football. And when teams come and play football, we know that 95% of the time, we are better than a lot of teams. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. When these teams come and sit in and they make it difficult, they get everyone behind the ball, that's when it's a little bit harder. You're talking about putting the drummer on like a little 
platform or something. You ever seen that guy who's at Portland Timbers in the MLS? He cut got that huge log when they score, he gets the chainsaw out, cuts a piece off. You know, we're missing a trick by not having an actual suffolk punch to lead the teams out every week. You know, like yeah, American football yeah, and they've got yeah. the Denver Broncos and that the, the, the horse gallops out and around the I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. you're not cleaning up horse shit off the pitch before the game. Are you doing it right? I don't quite think you are. <laughs> you're right when we get that Desso pitch. You wouldn't want a big horse going on that pitch because it, it cuts up badly, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an awful state. Yeah, that's where we sat yesterday, isn't it? And how horrendous where them players warm up and in that corner there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Lord. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, so but I, I heard a bit of Alan Lee's comments on um, I think the show called Life of Pitch. Yes, I'm on Suffolk driving in only a couple because I was flipping through stations trying to find decent music. But um, he said something about, you know, as a striker, it's sometimes difficult when, you know, the diagonal ball doesn't come early enough or the part is not released. You have to sort of settle, reset, something along those sort of lines. And I think he was spot on. And yesterday, I think we were quicker in moving through the lines, you know, whether that would be yes. Keo, who obviously I, I criticised uh, post-game and, and I criticise again now. I think he's got a mistake in him every, every 20 minutes, but mm-hmm. he is a great diagonal passer. And yeah. a couple of times it was a, a diagonal, a header into the, the Zappos feet and, a, and away town went. And we don't seen that this year, really, have we? Um, as such, that, you know, Wolfenden will step into the midfield, but no real diagonal balls to, no. to get it forward quickly, Rich. No, it's been, no absolutely. And like you, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And I, I just feel like we got the ball through quickest. I don't know what you thought, Rich, but maybe was that Humphreys playing such yeah, a good Yeah, I was going to say, Cameron Humphreys, when he gets on the ball, he always looks to play forward, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Every does. Time. Yeah. I, look, I loved him yesterday. You know, all, the goal, yeah, we spoke yeah. about the goal. That was very similar oh, to mean. one against Colchester. He's been... Look, great interview. You said before, Matt, he speaks so well for someone of yeah. such young years. And what yeah. I liked is there was a stage there in the second half. He was the one getting the players going. I see him clapping, cajoling people. I'm thinking, this lad's 19. He's 19 mm. years of age and he's the one getting team, get, getting us going. And look, he was excellent. I know Colin gave him a 10 yesterday. Mike's give him a 10. Look, he was so good. It was great to see that he got a goal. Not afraid to put his foot in, and he's just gonna—he's just gonna get better and better. And it's there's gonna come mm-hmm. a time. I know Mike wants him in the team now. I'm with him. Where can we get him in? Because I don't look. Evans and Morsey will play, and well, I think I think that's the right thing. But I don't think he just has to play in that too. He's good enough. You're not taking Chapman now, though, are you? So he's got to. He's good enough to play. Maybe where a harness plays, he can play in there. He's good enough. Is there, is there, is there, just as a side, I say playing goal jokingly, but has there ever been a rush goalkeeper where, you know, a goalie was famous for sort of yeah. coming out and... Yeah. No. Only in the school playground. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I mean, we... Well, we there can, was... Uh, there we was are Rick, in a bit, so... Remember the Scorpion yeah. kicks, though? Rene Higuita, hey. he would like... He'd like... Thought, thought he could... <laughs> take got, how many goals did he score? Can, can someone Google Rene Higuita and how many goals scored? He was great at free kicks, wasn't he, Matt? Really good. He's very good. Yeah. We know he kind of likes to be innovative. You know, innovative. Maybe this is the moment. You know, we, we this is it. But no, jokes aside, he was absolutely immense yesterday. And when he got the goal, uh, and about twenty minutes later, I, I, maybe at half time, I thought to myself, this is a a problem for McKenna because he's really making a case to start. He's immense today. We came on last week and rescued it. Mm. And if you go purely by stats, purely by stats, let's be brutally fair, neither Lee Evans or Sam Morsey 
are untouchable if you look at pure stats. Now, obviously, yeah. they bring different qualities that are perhaps not not stat tracked or whatever it might be. But Humphreys is getting goals. He's getting assists. He's probably creating big chances. I'll look at Sofa score in a second. Mm. He's making a real case, Matt. And, you know, it's look over your shoulder time for, for Evans and Morsi, for, particularly for me, Lee Evans, because I've long wanted to see Sam Morsi back in that enforcer role, which I think he performs just so well in. The, the role he was actually brought in for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and had that great debut against Doncaster, was it? When Lee Evans got the hat trick. Yeah, I, you certainly saw the difference in the two games yesterday in between Rotherham and the Lincoln one, where, you know, we were getting angry over the fact that we just couldn't get that ball forward and it would go Morsey to Evans back and then back to the centre-halves, then back forward again. That's where the 600 passes comes from. When Humphreys comes deep to get the ball, as you say, Rich, he's looking to move that ball forward. He might pass it off to someone to his right. Then you get that diagonal in. It just seemed a little bit more, it just seemed that little bit more direct yesterday. And I, and I feel that's why we had so much luck. I feel like that's probably why we got two penalties in actual fact. We had much more of the ball in the penalty box in dangerous spots, forcing Rotherham to make to make challenges. And I think that's been missing in some of our, our league games where, you know, we're happening... it, was, it wasn't a game, it was Shillaway. That's the one. That's the one. But I, 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 time to time, Rich, yeah. and, I, and I've often said, look, I've preached patience. I've preached there's no need to rush this young man. He'll have a roller coaster of development. Every young player tends to. But time to time, there comes a time when a player is young and he comes through and he doesn't have the same it's development right, traits as other players. And he's making the case. Tux's comment a little while ago, I think he's like saying it's his debut season. Yeah. Look, but that's the point. Sometimes a player like Mike right, He's got the right manager. He's got the right manager here. And he, he knows, he sees him every single day in training. You know, he knows what he's doing, Kieran. We just need to trust McKenna. Look, I think he'll play some game time free. I think then he'll dip him in, in and out. Depends who we're playing, you know. You wouldn't probably play him. So if you go to uh, Bristol Rovers on a, on a wet Tuesday night, you know, he might not play in a game like that. And then it might be a home game when we're playing Akron and you might think, yeah, you can put him in today. But did Port let's, now, just wait and, let's just wait and see and let's see what Kieran does. You know, we can all have our ideas, who should play. Ultimately, but there comes a point. comes down to the manager. Where... Absolutely, but it comes a point as a manager, you know, and I'm, I'm not linking him to these great players, but you know, Michael Owen. Kieran Dyer, players that come through that you think patience, first season, all of the important things you should remember, but that they say, actually, do you know what? None of that applies to me because I am a talent that is ready now. Mm. And you have to have a case of, wow, he's ready. He's pure as that. Yeah. He's ready. For me, there's no more I need to see. I think he's ready, Matt. Mm, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, that's why you've seen, you know, he started yesterday against the championship side. He's come off the bench, made a pivotal role. It's interesting to see how he's grown since that Colchester game in, you know, in the League Cup at the start of the season, which we got, we lost 1-0 and he had chances from the position that he scored from yesterday, which he put over the bar. So I just feel like, you know, he's had more games probably than was, what was expected. And he's such an intelligent kid that he's learned and grown from that. And, you know, um, and, it, and it's brilliant to see him blossoming. Um Difficult to leave him out, isn't it? Two goals in two games going into next week. Uh, I mean, it's a good headache for McKenna to have, isn't it? It, it is. Yeah, a great headache. You know, a great headache for him to have. Absolutely, I agree with that. And it, I've seen Mike D and other people post in the Discord, etc., about the, the formation change about you know Luongo or or Taylor, whoever. Maybe there's a case for that. I'm not thinking he'll do that, Rich. But you know, you have to. Oh, I, can't see, I can't see Kieran playing free midfield. Look, he might do in yeah. certain games. Mm. He could bring someone on in certain games. But yeah. I think next Saturday. I think it'll be Evans and Morsi. I honestly yeah. do. 
I honestly I think Howard will see and Humphreys right. will be off on the bench. And look, let's just let's just enjoy it. Enjoy what we've got with him because agreed. I agree. At the end of the day, we all know there's going to be scouts out there. They're going to be looking at him and he might not be at town for long. You know what Ashton's like with player trading, Martin. There's a player here who I'm not saying now, but given a couple of years' time, if he progresses the mm-hmm. way that we want him to and probably expect him, we could have a lot of money coming back into the team. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah. I don't want to sell him. I think he's a great player. But let's just let's just enjoy him. Yeah. ITK business says four three three incoming. Make it that what you will. But um <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting to talk about Humphreys in that respect because if you look at someone of similar age who's on loan at Gillingham in, in, in Elkham Bagger, I feel sorry for him because Humphreys is riding this wave at the moment. He's playing at in FA Cup games, he's scoring goals, he's part of this crescendo of of optimism as we sit third. And poor old Bagger is at the bottom of League Two. With Gillingham, I'd, it, for me, I'd. He's getting experience, you know. I've had a bit of board yeah, out in it, I guess. Want to be, you know, around the side that's all intents and purposes could get relegated to the non-league. I would rather he came back and experienced what's happening that Cameron is experiencing at the moment. I'd rather stay here. I'd rather no, stay and play each, games each week. You know, he's he's learning. We we did say we spoke. Is it good look, we can touch team? on Dobra. We can touch on Dobra. He went to yeah. Colchester. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's his yeah. comfort zone. You know, it's too easy. Baggett's going there. I don't think anybody expected, Matt. It's hindsight, Harry hindsight, we said before, a wonderful thing. No one expected Gillingham to be propping up the Football League. I certainly yeah, didn't. Exactly. You know, I thought they'd do quite well. But look at look at Dobra now yeah. that he's left town. Fantastic yesterday for Chesterfield. The one that got so, away, maybe. Again, that's a, team that's, that's a team that's at the he's, top He's of lost them armbands, Mike D. Dobra looks like he's lost them armbands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't don't see how that's helping his development. I, I, who knows what it's like behind the scenes there. It's a club not performing to the standards everyone thought. I'd bring him back and have him integrated into this. What uh, AD says Baggett injured. He was in the, was in the Gillingham squad yesterday. I don't think uh, they played today in the end. I think it was postponed. I, they played Leicester, Matt. They played Nesta. Did they? Uh, did oh, they Leicester win a game? Did Leicester win a game of football? 1-0. Five. Wow. I thought they had a league. I thought they were supposed to have a League Two game yesterday. I didn't no, think Leicester could win against the football these days. Um is Brendan um, Rogers still there? Brendan Rogers is still at yeah. Leicester. How is yeah. he still there, man? If someone look at the newspaper, if, if yeah, every service so often, it's always, always Leicester are in absolute <laughs> disarray. But there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, Dagger, I'd 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 bring him back. I'd I'd, yeah. I'd bring him back. Sense to me. Particularly after seeing Richard Keogh again yesterday, where look, you I'm sure he's again? a great well, I'm sure he's a great again? guy. I'm sure he's a great professional. I'm sure he trains well. I'm sure all those wonderful things. But there's a little bit of Ivory Gamarson about it. Dominic I'm Dean a, is a great comment there. He says he can't see Bagger playing for town again if we go up. Well, who knows? We haven't got, we haven't got a crystal ball. I'll tell you one player who won't play for town again. I've got, I'll, t- I'll, I'll put my neck on the line. Orion Darba will not play for town again. No, that's, that's really that. disappointing because yeah. he was League Two player, or Salford yeah. was League Two player of the year last year. He yeah. he was probably ready to be that Keos for me yeah. this year, where he yeah, could have stepped in, right. played cup games. Edmondson's form's dropped off. Do you bring in an actual left footer if it is Burgess or is it in Derby? They can compete with each other. And then of course you've got to think, guys. You know, with, with these lone players, we, we all rightly praise Kieran McKenna. Are they better served 
this is the sort of the you know the George Nunn thinking we hear from time to time. Where are they better served working under McKenna week in, week out, day in, day out, the, the training, the methods, etc.? Or are they better going to get game experience? Which one is the greater development pathway? It depends, yeah, depends on the player, I suppose, Matt, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, if you've got if you've got high hopes for someone like a bagger, like I say, I mean I would rather have him back at town and or could he be loaned? He's not played for us this season, has he? He could actually get loaned out again in January. I just, I just don't want him being around that kind of like Gillingham falling out of the football league kind of culture that's happening down there at the moment. Um, I think anyone who's working under McKenna is going to blossom, aren't they, as a young player? Look, we've seen it with Humphreys. We've seen it with Wolfenden. I feel so, yeah, I feel sorry for Indaba as well. I don't think that game in pre-season, was it the Crystal Palace one where he was all over the show? I don't think that helped his call particularly. Oh, actually, Rakeem Harper's because they were both shipped out a few weeks later. Um yeah. It's a hard one. I would, I would like our young players to be within our system. But we, we spoke about Humphreys on here and probably, I said he'd probably benefit from a loan move. But he's one who Kieran wanted to keep yeah, in and around that. the squad. And he's he benefited through them injuries. Exactly. Having that run of games and showing exactly. what a good player that he was. But I think yeah. now, now's the time. We've got Evans back. You've signed Luongo. Humphreys won't play every week. He's one of them ones you're going to dip him in and out, in and out of the team. He won't play every week. Just look after him. He can come on. He can change a game. He can score a goal. We see it Lincoln away. You know, he played further forward. Great yeah. header. You know, yeah. he's got, he has got three yeah. goals already. Sam Morsey, some people said he'd get 10. Humphreys has got three already. Exactly. That's that, 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 that comes back down to the stats I was talking about 10, 15 minutes ago about pure stats. You look at it and you go, well, you know, he's not a million miles away from, from people who, you know, the person that says, People say I was our best player, but he is because he's leadership. But you can't obviously statify, or if that even a word, I might have made that up. Uh, statify leadership. Uh, there you go, new word for you, statify. But um, I, I, I wrote down a couple of players yesterday that I felt could probably be moved on. And who are these be, players? You put in the WhatsApp group last night. I want to know. You wouldn't be up. too surprised or disappointed. Which right, Keogh is, is the first one? Now, I, right, yeah, okay. I expect him to probably transition. We know to why, why Keogh oh, sits, don't we? Because he's makes of Lee Grant and they've probably sorted him some kind of coaching role at the end of the season. Move quickly fine. now before he goes off anywhere else. Yeah, which is fine. George Edmondson. I, I, he's really dropped off. Yeah, and... I mean, you said that, Rich, yesterday, didn't we? He had one there where he sort of fell over, didn't he? He sort of... The, the penalty, I think he sort of lost his foot in there and then Keogh sort of... He got in a yeah. mess. But there was a couple of times Edmondson sort of... I don't know. Look, did is he... I said it to you, Matt. Is he since he had that ankle injury back in mm. the last season? Yeah. I don't think he's been the same player since he's come no, back in. Yeah, I, yeah, he's lost something. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. I agree with you. His passing was terrible yesterday. I mean, there was one where he came out of. Well, he didn't really have any great options either. And he ended up just passing well, through the chain. Out for a goal kick. Out for a bloody goal kick. And we were like, yay. But yeah. I, I feel like there's been a funny dynamic over that injury, yeah, at the end of that season. And then when we won that game against Burton, and he didn't have a great game in that, and he, I think he was dropped, or he was certainly not playing in the next game. I don't think he's really... I don't know if he's been in the good book since. I don't know. It's a funny if, one. if you watch the Papa John's game against Pomp Pompey when we played at home, he had an absolute nightmare that night. He couldn't yeah. pass to his own teammate. He's just... He's yeah. not the fridge we, no, we, we've not. had. No. Uh, and that, I don't know why. It could be a number of reasons. I mean, I've played centre half, and sometimes the partner next year does, does impact your game. But that could be just me making an excuse for George. I just wouldn't, you know, looking at the championship, which we all, we all want to get to, got to get there first. I can hear it screaming in my headphones now. But for me, if 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 they said, and I'm playing pure fantasy football here, 
we've we've we're buying Aaron Cashin for Derby for a couple of million and George Edmondson. I wouldn't cry. <laughs> I'd be stuck with <laughs> delighted with it because I think Aaron Cashin at Derby is one of the best defenders in the division, if not uh, the division and the bottom half of the championship. And he's got a real ability that could progress. Whereas George, for whatever reason, for me, just have we plateaued with his development? I don't, yeah, I don't maybe. Well, I mean, maybe that, Rich, that's why he's ended up at Ipswich in the first place. Because he was at Rangers. It was, it was like when he played on that left side, wasn't it? He was a bit sort of fish out of water. And now, obviously, Burgess has come in. And mm. he's not going to play the other side because Wolf and them's a shoe in, isn't he? Unless he gets injured. Mm. So, yeah. at the minute... Imagine a Wolfie cashing back to... Oh. He just has to... <laughs> look, Edmondson just has to sit on the bench, train well every day. And when he's ready... Well, there might be an injury. There could be a suspension somewhere. Absolutely. When he comes in, he has to grab the opportunity because it's all about opportunity. And look, he's not in good form at the minute. But let's not write him off and say that he's a bad player no. because there is a player in there. We know there is because we've seen it before. But you know, Guillotine Gov. I uh, once yeah. I once I made a mind up. You know, Raheem Harper Player of the Year. You know, once I make a mind up. It might, down be why he's play- it might be why he's playing in League One with us, having moved from Rangers, did the loan at Derby, went back to Rangers, came, came to us. That could be the reason why. Because he actually did what he's doing now at Rangers, and hence he's found himself back here. We should ask uh, Glasgow Griffin, because I'm sure he'll know um, what, <laughs> what, what the situation was uh, at Rangers. Um, KVY, yesterday. I was a bit disappointed with, with his performance. Really? Uh yeah, I really was looking forward to seeing what KBY could do and really push JD and give me a you know, a proper credible option to mm. JD on that right side. We spoke about JD previous weeks about, you know, he's been a, a little bit lackadaisical, sloppy in defending, whatever it might be. Mm. And I thought KBY yesterday could really make a case. And for me, guys, I, 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 no. JD's still head and shoulders above him. How did you see his performance? Yeah, we were discussing this, weren't we, with uh, Phil next to us, weren't we, Rich? Who, who, who do you, who would you rather prefer in that that right back slot? Would it be Danassian or Kane Vincent Young? We went back to our normal, wasn't it, Kane Vincent Danassian? We'd like to merge the two <laughs> plays if we could. But um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, look, he won the penalty, didn't he, for the the, the fourth? He goal. did. He did. Um, he gets forward really well, doesn't he? Again, maybe his delivery not the best, but he's still not the same. Again, in we talk about injuries impacting players, he's still not. He's not really the player that we. We bought. Ironically, Rich, you noticed it, didn't you? That his his other fullback companion when he was at Colchester, Cohen Bramall, was on the left for Rotherham yesterday, wasn't he? You know, and he, and uh, he had a real hard time because Caden Jackson sort of I thought he ran him pretty yeah. ragged in the first. My half. boy, not too much second <laughs> half. I thought Caden was excellent. Excellent. Look at the first. Look at the first goal. Watch that back. He makes yeah. a great tackle to win the ball. I know yeah, he puts a great ball into Cameron Humphries, but he's won the ball back in the first place, Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Young, look, I said it before on here, he'll never be the same player again. No. Too many injuries. Yeah. And he'll be one. He'll be one if, when, not if we're promoted, when we're promoted, I think they'll release him. Not good he enough. He was yeah. saying that midweek, was he? Where's that confidence <laughs> suddenly come from? <laughs> I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. I think we probably will. Now, whether Janoy will still be with, with town if if we get promoted remains to be seen. But certainly, we need so, someone with better attacking attributes. I think on that channel, to just Jackson, just to Jackson yesterday showed that that's probably the role he plays of wide. He's not that number yeah, yeah. nine. I don't think he'll play there again now. With hopefully these two signings coming in. Um, but I thought, yeah, Jackson, you have to look. I know he's not a favourite to everybody, but he's when someone board. when someone board. plays well. 
I think you have to give him credit. And I think yesterday, Caden works his, works his arse off. And I thought in the first half, he's good. He put some good balls in. He, he's good on the assists. If you probably look back through his, his time at town, he's probably got nearly as many assists, Matt, as he has got goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I put that on the Discord during the week, didn't I? When we were looking at her stats, Bond stats and Jackson's stats last year. Yeah, Yeah. he he does create goals. And I I think, Matt, he's got the one thing that defenders dread, which is pace. Because you can't, you can't, if you haven't got it, you haven't got it. So you do not want to be in a, I mean, we've all seen Vincent Company's excellent training on Twitter, I'm sure, where he's he's teaching the defender out the bylines, your best friend, you've got to be arms length, you know, anticipate the acceleration. But Caden Jackson, You can you can anticipate it all you like. He's fast, and defenders hate that. I was a defender. I hated it. I, I was slow as a fucking dumpster truck. I hated yeah, it. Absolutely, mate. it's an absolute weapon. Look, they call it in boxing in the nicest possible sense. Speed kills, yeah. and exactly the same in, in in football. And if you if you have got that, and you can you know counter attack with that, brilliant. And they just didn't answer it. You you'd have thought we were the championship side yesterday, wouldn't you? If you you know if you just watching that as a as a neutral observer. You'd think we, you know, you would have thought Jackson was the championship player. Such was his impact yesterday. Brilliant to see. You, you've got, look, you called him a wide, he was brought as a forward, now he's a wide forward. And I think you're mm-hmm. probably right in that. But you, you know, as players develop or whatever it might be over time, or find more of a uh, position on the pitch that suits the, their game, use those attributes. You know, get, you know, can he, if he can step in for Burns, fantastic. He showed yesterday, he could against the championship side. So again, that's another, you know, boat for the arrow, isn't it? Yeah, and his best performances as a striker have always gen- generally come as a two because he's able to play off yeah. the last shoulder, yeah. use the pace in behind. And that's why Norwood and Jackson for such a large period which was, was successful okay. because you had Norwood being the you know the battering ram, winning the ball, flicking it on, and Jackson just on that last shoulder. And mm-hmm. defenders at the hit at this level, they hate the pace. Yeah, it's one of those games, isn't it? Like, Rich, you remember the, the Derby game when he, he, he anticipated the back pass from Davis and he was on there like a shot, wasn't he? There's, there's always these players, there's always a scapegoat, and he's probably the one at town at the minute. Look, Mike, Mike's still moaning about him, and Mike won't give him any credit. Jackson could score three goals in the game, Mike just says he should score five. Now, look, he's not a, he's not a favourite of mine, but when he plays, like Colin says, when anyone pulls in that blue shirt, we want him to do well. And you have to admit yesterday that he he done well. He put in a good shift, he's got an assist for a goal. I think sometimes... We have to realise we are in League One. You know, yeah. we're not in the Premier League. It's not watching Arnold Muir and Eric Gates. We're watching Caden Jackson and Freddie Ladapo, you know? Because Ladapo, he's got people who doubt him. He's got 11 goals, you know? He's yeah. got 11 yeah. goals, Freddie, now. And he's, yesterday, I, I, Stephen Parry gave Ladapo man of the match. I don't think he was man of the match. I thought he had a really good game. And I said to at the end, uh, post-match, he's one of these confidence players, Matt. You know, he got the penalty, obviously. Took his goal really well. You know, it's really, really good. I don't know where the keeper's going, Martin. He's come for a wander out, hasn't he? But he's yeah. obviously gone around him. Freddie's got 11. Freddie, Freddie will probably end up with what? He'll get close to 20 goals. And now, yeah. I see that he, in the week there was an interview with him about signing other players. Because it's got to be, when he went out on that pitch yesterday, he probably knew that George Hurst was sitting in the stands. You know? He's gone out and showed Kieran yesterday. Right, I've played well here. Pick me against Plymouth next week. Yeah. Yeah. He'll but for me, it's always about... Because his old club got booed down at home bar, didn't they? He did. But for me, it's always about getting him help. It's not about necessarily replacing Freddie. It's about getting him help. And 
I want somebody to come off the bench at 60, 65, 70, 75. That's going to make a difference, make an, make an impact and take the pressure off him. Because what, what you see at the moment for me is Freddie Ladapo being a League One striker, probably, can, I haven't got the stats. This is pure off the top of my head, you know, converting one in three chances, let's say. When you draw 1-1, as a fan, it's those two chances that you remember. Because you go, ah, oh, if he just you know, converted that, would have yeah. been a win. Because the, mm. the guys come off the bench, I've said it before, they're not making an impact. They're not helping, no. in this case, Big Fred out um, in taking the pressure off him. You were right, Rich, yesterday, after he scored his goal yesterday, there was a real change in his body level. Because he, t- yeah, he took it brilliant. A great ball through from Edwards, by the way. <laughs> the enigma that is Edwards, blows hot and cold. But it was a great ball through, and he rounded the keeper and he took it. And you said, Rich, look at his body language now. He's much better. And, you know, I was quite in a critical in the show in the week on Wednesday of his performance against... Lincoln, because I felt he was half asleep when he came from the bench. And he, uh, he, yeah, he did come from the bench, didn't he, against Lincoln? Um, he didn't look up yeah. for it, whatever it might be. And then yesterday, completely different player. And that's over the course of, of two games and the goal being scored. So, yeah. I, I, I particularly like Ladapo in the same way I, I really like Caden. You know, I think the man is a great guy. And look at Caden, you know, he's had. He's had Paul Cook come in. He was obviously in the Chelmsford team, which everyone dubbed the what was it the, the, the what, what was it they dubbed those players that were being was it but the bomb squad or whatever it was. Bomb it might be. Yeah, bomb squad. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's, he's, Taylor was down at Berry, wasn't he? When we went down there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he's he kept his head down. He's worked hard, he's and he and he's still here, and he's now thriving. You know, as a a, a second option of that of that wide right yeah. position. McKenna's obviously seen something in him to to convert him a little bit to that that wide forward. And I think that that you know this year. He's had his critics, had his doubters. Obviously, he has some of the, the chance, whether they were positive or, ne- or negative at the Papa John's game. He's kept his head down. He's worked hard. And he's now getting the rewards. Now getting the benefits. Uh, and people are starting to see just how yeah. you know, vital he is to the success that we've had over the course of the season. And the fact that we've got to think that, you know, as we saw at the start of the season with, with more options from the bench, like when John Jules was us, you know, McKenna is going to tweak the side, isn't it? So one week, you know, you know, Ladapo will come out and Hurst will be in there or Broadhead will be in there, wherever it might end up end up being. But yeah, again, it brings you that power from the bench as well, doesn't it? Mm. But that won't be the drop-off in levels, Matt, if he's got them two available, that it is when you play a Jackson there. I'm not, I don't want to be I don't want to be disrespectful to Caden, but he's not a number nine on his own. We've all seen it. Mm. No, he can no. play wide. But now, if you sign these two players, yeah. you're not going to have to use Jackson there. You've got Hurst, you've got Broadhead. Broadhead can play there. He can play, I think, on the left. He can play as a 10. So it's options. It's like I said earlier in the season, guys. It's that golf, having them different clubs in the bag. You know, we're mm. going to have these different clubs going in. This is it. To the, what, I'd say it's the third round of the Masters. It's not the fourth round yet. That's when the probably final <laughs> yeah. It's probably, probably the, the third round. We're going to be in there. You know, we're in the pack and then we'll come out. We are. Last. We absolutely are. Mark Tuxford. McKenna said there were other players in the stands yesterday. One of those was, in fact, Aaron Drennan. <laughs> unconfirmed. Unconfirmed rumour. Uh, yesterday, um, obviously, demolished the team. But as somebody said in the chat, uh, you know, Rotherham came to play, to their credit, as you'd expect, I suppose, for a championship side. Yeah. I really hope this is a, a rocket that straps, you know, takes us back to the form that we were on previously to December, you could argue. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a real issue at Portman Road at the moment. Uh, and I don't know how you address it in the sense of when teams come with a high press or uh, a, a mid press, if that's even a word, we're okay. We can cope. We generally do well. It's when teams come with a low block and say, okay, break us down. That's where we struggle. Now, teams are going to employ that a lot more. Like Plymouth this Saturday, I fully expect them to say, 
we haven't got to win this game. You're chasing us. So you come and beat us. Have we got it in our bag? Can we do it? Because, you know, statistically, I would say probably not, guys. I think they'll come yeah. play football. I think they'll come and play football. But what do they benefit from that? When the stats tell you if you come and play football, well, you I'll get beat. I'm going 10 points clear. That's what they but benefit they, that through. But if you draw, you're unmoved. If you manage to do what everyone else has done, Lincoln, sit in, yeah, get a goal. There's, there's, for me, at this stage of the season, there's still 21 games to go. You know, it's a long way. If they can beat town and really lay down that marker, they, they'll be 10 points clear of us. I know we'll have a game in hand. I know, for me yesterday, I know people saying, oh, two points dropped for Plymouth. We've still got to go to Bolton Martin. That's a that's a hard place to go. They're a decent side. So Plymouth, Everywhere's a hard like place that. to go. I don't like that, but them getting a draw there, I think that was a decent result. They've had the captain sent off, so obviously he's going to miss next um, Saturday. But I think, they'll, I think they'll come and play football. Look, they're bringing look, over 2,000. I said to you yesterday, Matt, we've got to make it a horrible atmosphere. Don't be too nice next week. If you're going to the game and you're sitting near the pitch and a Plymouth player comes over, you've got the ball, fucking throw it at his head. There you go, mate. Give him a fucking gobble. We are too nice as a fan base. We have got to be in their faces next Saturday, on the pitch and in the stands. I don't want to see it Mm. quiet. Everyone, all little polite applause. We've all got to get down there. We're all looking forward to the game. We've got to make it hostile. You know, can we do that in the stands? Maybe not, because we're, we're it's sleepy Suffolk. You've said like those, like the atmosphere we've had when we played Norwich in the playoffs. Yeah. That kind of atmosphere. That's what we need to see next week. Absolutely, because it's such a huge game. Interestingly, to note that Plymouth, just looking out there, had forty percent possession yesterday, less than three hundred passes. And as, as uh, Rob Holmes was saying there, it sounds like they did park the bus a little bit. So you could be right, Martin. But I mean, like, but you also say, Rich, they could. They can play football. It's whether or not what kind of impact they can have about Whitaker. I guess it's going to be an interesting thing. But if I knew teams at Portman Road have employed a certain way of playing and got a lot of success from it, yeah, and I didn't there, right? have to win yeah. in the sense of I'm not chasing yeah. you, you're chasing me. I probably wouldn't, but I probably would say, okay, let's let's employ that method. Yeah, our captain. You know, if you, if you go a goal down, of course you change, you revert back to what you know, and you and you and you, and you go again. But I think certainly for the first twenty. I'd, I'd say, well, can you do it? Are you good enough? Mm. Have you have you got the you know the the, the metal to to come and break us down and and, and whatnot? Because uh, they, they they lose nothing with a draw. They lose nothing by winning one 0 and playing really badly. Because their fans will go, hey, brilliant, we've won at Portman Road and we're you know now ten yeah. clear. They do lose by getting beat in in many other ways than the obvious. You know, so do you think that's a dangerous that's mentality? That's a dangerous mentality coming and just thinking, oh yeah, we're this is the one. business end, my friend. Oh, this is no, you know, we're not, now entering the business. business end yet. We're twenty-one games to go. The business end is about the last six or seven games. The business end is not now, mine. We're in January. You go ten so. clear. You go ten clear. You're seventeen games left. Yeah, we got game in hand. Win that seven you points. Got but, 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 but you, you, you get what I'm saking it. What? How will Plymouth approach it? I mean, yeah, yeah, you, 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 the blueprint, like you say, Martin, the blueprint is there. I mean, look, Oxford had a little bit of success when we were half asleep on Boxing Day, didn't they? In terms of coming forward, because easy of taking the lead. I agree with Lee. But... I agree with Lee in the chat there. It's a free hit for Plymouth. It's a free hit. Come and yeah. win the game. They go ten clear. That's a massive. In- that's a massive incentive for them, surely. Yeah, yeah. I suppose coming to park the bus a little bit would show nervousness on their side. We have they really got the confidence to think they could come to Portman Road and beat us. But you just do what you can over the 90 minutes, I guess, and come away. If you come away with a draw, you've come away with one more point than what you started with. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, well yeah. time will tell. Time will tell. 21 games to go. 
and uh, Norman says interesting midfield battle on Saturday, Morsi versus Mateta. I would have loved Mateta at Portman Road. I know you would, yeah. Big I'm fan. Yeah, disappointed yeah. that he's not. Not well at Sunderland, didn't he? Not well at Sunderland. Didn't hardly play. Seven games, I think. Maybe in Championship, certainly. Hey, was he was celebrating in his face like he was when we beat Fleetwood down here. <laughs> You I can't mean, be telling me on one hand to not look at George Hurst's Blackburn season and then on the other hand telling me oh, he's, got, he's only played seven got, games or something. We've got Evans, we've got Cameron Humphreys, we've got Luongo. Don't worry Have about... We? You didn't want to see Luongo yesterday because he didn't come on. He's I wanted to see him play. Us. He did yeah. he in the warm-up, Matt? Um, Sam had a great warm-up for someone who weren't going on, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. We thought he was coming on. He was getting on. Why hamstrings? I'm thinking, blimey. Here he comes. He even sat down. Yeah, absolutely. He'll be chomping at the bit. Morsi will be chomping at the bit. He's had a week off. He'll be flying next Saturday. Get into him. Lewis is right there. Got to play at pace. Makes such a difference. Absolutely. We saw that yesterday, didn't we? It was much quicker yeah. going forward. Much better than this sort of laborious Spanish style, you know, possession for the sake of possession, trying to carve out a opportunity that ends up in the stands. It was much more direct. I'm sure that's how we got those two penalties yesterday. Mindset was different. Possibly. Anyway, anything else? I think we've chewed the fat for. Who do we all want? Over... Who do we all want in the draw? Just so everyone oh, knows, worked out that Foz said the wrong information on the tannoy yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, Foz at the end of the game, the draw would be on Monday night. Hang on, newsflash: <laughs> it's at five past four on Sunday. <laughs> Ball number thirty-two. Let's let's hope that we we. It's look, it's luck. It's luck in it. Let's luck hope we're lucky. It. Let's hope we're yeah. lucky and get a, get a decent draw. Yeah. Maybe at Portman Road against one of the big guns. Either a winnable game, either a winnable game at home or one yeah. of the big teams. Yeah. You know. Something to look forward to. That's what it's all about, isn't it? A sport in your club. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Imagine I'm looking forward to next week against Bloomer. I can't wait for this game. This, was this yeah. our biggest game since Norwich? I referenced earlier. Norwich in the playoffs that time? Just what's at stake, you know? To be able to try and catch the title, the title look, in the week, McKenna will come out and obviously whoever the player is, and they'll just they will try out the line, Matt. It's just another game. They will say that, and probably for them it is. Are we over egging it as fans? Possibly, but listen, this is this is a game where I think if we can win on Saturday, I yeah. think it's that momentum shift. Momentum, yeah. If we yeah. don't get a result. You'll see on the Sunday show, people will be negative. Oh, yeah, we're going to miss out. If we win, we'll be absolutely flying. Yeah, I think we will. And obviously, we've got yeah. another game now to make up the uh, Akron game. That'll be a, a Tuesday night, won't it? So that's obviously two. But I think, yeah. look, Sheffield Wednesday are in the same boat as us. They won, they're through in the cup. So that's just how it goes. I'd rather be playing games and winning, which we did yesterday. I think we really needed that. I think we needed that sort of. Yeah. Not just to win the game yesterday, to win it well, didn't we? And it's yeah, come out it was it was great. We thought, yeah, great. A team yeah. above us, four-one. We put them to the sword. We played some good football. Scored some goals. Subs looked fairly decent. I thought yesterday, Gov coming off the bench. But I thought it was then that it was an easier type of game for someone like Carl Edwards. I think I thought yeah. he'd done well, but the game was pretty open, wasn't it? He got the stakes on the ball. weren't quite so high, were they? No, next week the stakes are high. Yeah, massively. Can we, yeah. can we cope with that expectation next week and yeah. pressure? Because we, we are under pressure. We are the home team, and everyone's expecting Town to get out of this division at the end of the season. And we'll all be massively disappointed if we don't. 
where it's Plymouth. Mm-hmm. This is where Lee's right. It is probably a free hit for Plymouth. Ed, look, they're having a time in their lives, Plymouth Argyle. They're top of the league. They're beating everyone. They've beaten the, the top seven teams. But that pressure will flip round on them when it comes like 10 games to go, eight games to go. At the minute, 21 games, you know. Yeah, fair enough. When that pressure kicks in March, April time, and we see mm. last season with Plymouth, look how they drop like a stone. Will that happen mm. again? Will that happen again for them? We don't know. Can we cope with the pressure, Matt? Because we've said that before. The expectation on town yeah. is massive. It's massive. Mm. But I think them mm. extra these signings we get, hopefully this it's early this week, hopefully they're going to be that boost that we need and just to give us that little extra, that push over the line off the bench, Martin, like you say. When you're making them subs, you know, we're gonna have we're gonna have probably go back to where there's people sitting in the stands, Matt. You know, they're not not everybody's gonna be in. Yes, yeah. That that match day, what is it, 18 now? You know, there's mm. gonna be people you're gonna have to train well every every day, you know, put it in yeah. and the two new signings, if if announced, the two new signings. Again, this is great timing. It goes back to that pack out PR, the last game, which was I think was it. Well, one of the games was that Sunderland one where McKenna had already been announced and sat in the stands and saw him go and we saw, you know, a huge atmosphere for that. It's great timing because you're going to get two players that will hopefully, you know, really ignite the fan base as we count down to this huge game with Plymouth. And I just think that's that momentum of of um, of momentum, motivation, really, isn't it? As, as we come down to three o'clock on next Saturday, two new signings, buzzing after Rotherham. It's all set up really nicely. So, the club, I mean, you know, it's, it's good timing for the club, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a full... And this is why we graph. love football, for games like Saturday coming up. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You know, it's it, you, you're probably looking, it's Sunday now. We can't wait for it to be 3pm next Saturday. We're all down at Portman Road, you know, we're there before the game at the statue. Let's hope when we come out about 10 to 5, that we're all absolutely yeah. bouncing. We've got three points and then we can look ahead to the next game. Goes back to what we said earlier, Rich. Gives everyone something to look forward to because Ipswich fans in the Evans era weren't much to look forward to, was there? And now you see, you know, we're seeing it in a bit of abundance at the moment, which is great. Still yeah, got to get absolutely. the job done, though, Mark. Still got to get the job done, haven't we? Absolutely. For all the positives, yeah. for all the positives yeah. around the club and got to deliver. three games in the FA Cup, first time in the fourth round for 13 yeah. years, yeah. third in the league. We've just dropped out that top two. We've got yeah. to get ourselves back in it, haven't we? So, um, yeah. college gone for 3-0 on Saturday, blimey. Wouldn't that be great? Brilliant. It would. Yeah, it would. Right. Anything else before we depart, gentlemen? No. No. And that's it. Love it. All right. Well, thank you for watching Talking Town. We'll be back. I have hang on my diary. At some point this week. Uh maybe even today if there is a anyway, signing. all the best to Gov, because I will probably won't yeah. see you until next Saturday now, because obviously we're yeah. yeah, we'll be at the game. All the best to you. Yeah. Anyone wants to get in my ticket draw? I don't know when you're going to draw it. Gov. Are you doing a show sometime in the week? I could draw it myself. I'm Wednesday, like we're definitely doing a show. Yeah, there you go. Wednesday night, Gov will do the draw. I think we've got 26 in it already. So if you're struggling to get a ticket, which I don't think there's many left, is it sold out already, Matt? They do, well, I know Mike Woods. Thank you, Mike, for our beers yesterday. Very kind. Yeah, brilliant. Um, uh, he, still said, he still said there were some tickets available, but I, I, I think it's going to be at capacity, right? With that, with this close, with a week less than a week to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's wait and see. Uh, it should be sold out, I'd have thought. But uh, mm-hmm. Plymouth are sold out, apparently, says uh, Stephen Perry. Yeah. 2,000 coming down or coming across? 2,100, I think they got. 
Yeah, yeah. What a journey it's, there, it's, it's, it's galore. Gov's going to go and we're going to park outside your way and get the cameras down there. Yeah, let's have some fun with the Plymouth fans. That's not in the mix. <laughs> and that's never going to be in the mix. Um, <laughs> nice name, Aaron. Don't get me wrong. Just yeah, Drinnen, yeah. the Drinnen bit. Aaron Drinnen Lambert. That doesn't quite no, roll on the really. Rakeem? Anyway. Rakeem the Dream Lambert? Hey, Rakeem the Dream, yes. Now, you know, I'm disappointed it's not worked out for him here, obviously. But um, particularly as I called him Player of the Year. So... Yeah. Well, we all make mistakes. I shall have to live with that mistake, won't I? <laughs> yeah, I'm, old. I'm still waiting for them 10 goals from Ken Vincent Young. Well, we we wait a long time. Yeah, sadly. Right, we're done. We're done. Thanks for watching. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Sundays, and we will catch up with you. See everybody. Bye.